0: Going there, Ryan?
1: Albert, how are you?
0: I'm pretty good, pretty good. Although I am waging a war against wrinkles on my shirts.
1: <laughs> uh, you, you've got a shirt problem. You know
0: what I'm talking about? Like I got
1: when the shirt's been in the drawer too long.
0: Shirt's been in the drawer all summer because all summer I wear cutoffs. I, mm-hmm. I cut the sleeves mm-hmm. off all of them. So then all my t-shirts, I you know, I washed them before the summer started. Now I'm pulling them out, and I was just like wrinkled, wrinkled, wrinkled. This one's wrinkled.
1: Yeah. I didn't notice. Uh, well, uh, welcome to "Don't Be an Idiom," everyone. Oh
0: yeah, welcome to "Don't Be an Idiom," the podcast that officially has fan art. Wow! And we also like words and stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a that could be that could be a, I could catch on. This what, is the uh, the podcast that has fan art. Yeah, well, it's going to work for this episode because
0: we have to give a big thanks to Margaret. At Lehigh Mural, she submitted our very first fan art uh, that goes with our um, wooden nickel competition,
1: which is still open. You can still submit designs for wooden nickels. There's so if you, still time. It, 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 was that last episode?
0: The last it was. E- it was the last episode. We decided we we're going to put it out there because we want to have them ready for Halloween. Yeah. So just to be safe, because everything's a little slow right now, we want to we want to have the. The deadline uh, at the beginning of October. So if you have if you have a design, uh, Margaret's is really good, but <laughs> but don't let that deter you. If if you if you want to uh, submit a design, like even if you're second place, third place, you know, third it's, it's,
1: fourth place. Fourth place. Listen, what are some other circular things that we could make for for designs that coasters. don't win
0: coasters, coasters,
1: coasters, 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 <laughs> roller coasters too. <laughs> um, tires. Uh, like, don't be an idiom tires uh, don't be an idiom tires oh, and rims we could do rims, rims too yeah uh sewer sewers sewer grates sewer yeah. grates
0: that would be that would be wow like that would be like a like stepping into an alternate universe if, yeah if we had don't be an idiom so we grate. could make
1: them you know you design it we make we we put up the money we, yeah. we get them made, and we try to sell them to towns all across America.
0: Well, we'll say we'll be like, "Look, the first one's free," but then you got to start, you know, you know carrying this is costing your own us weight. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so if you know any sewer uh makers out there, please tell them to give us a call and let's let's make this happen. Yeah,
1: let's make it happen. Uh, all right, cool. So, uh, yeah, it does feel really good to have our first piece of fan art, and it looks very awesome. So, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, let you know how you can get those wooden nickels, um, in a couple of episodes, yes, but, but you're going to want to get them cause it's going to be a limited batch. It's
0: going to be a limited batch. And, um, there's nothing like the world's ever seen. And, uh, just, you know, just, you want to be on the and ground, no big deal. Gr- ground level of this stuff and just make sure you go check out Margaret and her sister. They have, uh, on their Instagram, it's called Lehigh mural. And also if you wanna If If you you need a mural. If you need a mural or if you just are like I know you haven't seen the artwork yet, but if you if you like the work that they're doing, uh you can email them at lehighmural at gmail.com.
1: You know, the word mural is mural, mural, mural. You say that too many times. Right. Mural. Mural Mural. cat. Uh what else? What else is going on?
0: The next thing, we, we're jumping oh, right oh, in to set the record straight.
1: Oh, yeah. We do have With to set the record quite straight. Quite a
0: few things to set yeah, straight.
1: We apologize for last episode because we have so many things. We said so many things that we needed so many answers to.
0: But that's what this show is like. You don't want to it's think too much. You want to get it out there. <laughs> it's part of I mean, And then it this is like, then look, we got free material for next week. What, so. For No. It's free. St- no interest. <laughs> no interest. <laughs> the. <laughs> it's a low interest. It's a low. <laughs> it's a low interest piece of the show here, but we like it.
1: Uh, we discussed acorns briefly during our game last episode. We did not know the name of an acorn hat, and, and we now, received we received information from Shelley. We received information from Chris that it's called a cupule, cupule, which is also
0: difficult to say. It's a weird. It's a weird word. So, but
1: yeah, thank you. Don't act it.
0: like you knew it. Like, yeah. so two people knew. Thank it. Okay. you for googling.
1: Yeah, Q Pule. Q Pule. Your Q for school Q for Q-pule. pule. I like that. It's not I, gonna get. It's thought, not gonna get any better than that. No, no. I thought there was a joke in there, but I can't. I can't quite figure it out.
0: Let's wait. Let's just let's say Q
1: for school. You know,
0: what do you think you are? Q two Q.
1: Shot, that, that's for school no, that's
0: good I, the way you did it is good
1: another another thing that we'd like to clear up was uh i was having some trouble um recalling what the idiom is for when someone's a little slow, slow. yeah so i, I we, we we looked it up and we we've got some definitive information if you want to use these phrases in your day-to-day yeah
0: these are all acceptable yeah
1: so can you go through those Al- yeah
0: so you can say that you beat someone to the punch
1: but that means you're quick you're
0: quick. That means right, it, right, it's right. the opposite. Yeah. Of, yeah. So if, if you got, well, but, yeah, but maybe you got beat to the punch, which
1: means you're slow. Oh, someone beat me to the punch. So you can
0: use it both ways. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, then we also have an acceptable one is quick on the draw.
1: Quick on the draw, which it's must that must be a, a cowboy <laughs> reference. Yeah. Right? How quickly you uh, shoot your gun in a duel.
0: Although maybe a cartoonist would say differently.
1: <sighs> That's possible.
0: <laughs> uh, and then we also have slow on the draw is also acceptable.
1: Slow on the draw. Yeah. Quick to the draw and slow on the draw both mean slow? Quick quick to the draw also means beat me to the punch, kind of, right?
0: Quick on the draw means you're fast. Yeah, yeah. Slow on the draw means you're slow. All right, so slow on the draw and is the only negative one. if you beat someone one. to the punch, you're fast. Yeah. But, but if right.
1: they beat you, you're slow. Right. I mean, this is stuff that we this is know. This is, what, this is why people tune in. They need, yeah. We knew this, but I just, for some reason I just really couldn't figure out. We if it was, were yeah,
0: we, it, it didn't sound. It right was the last two night.
1: and the on. I didn't yeah. remember like quick two, quick on. Yeah. Hey, anyway, it's okay. And and then our last uh, set the record straight has to do with pirate stuff. I didn't know yeah.
0: anything about pirates.
1: Yeah, I you you're like what? When was the era of of right. piracy? Like the classic peg leg one eye yeah. parrot on the shoulder pirates of the caribbean sort of Blackbeard. stuff i guessed 1780 yeah well you was were that, that was you pretty were close, just right?
0: you were just shy of the golden age yeah. which ended in 1730 the, but it uh, sounds like pirates were around from the 1500s to the 1830s
1: the way we think of them when we think of a pirate yes. like in a pirate like, in the pirate,
0: like argh, yeah yeah but uh, so what we found out was that the golden age was 1660 to 1730 and that The reason that they were like flourishing back then was because they had pirate seaports in Jamaica, Haiti, and the Bahamas. Mm. Which, yeah, what's wrong? What does that mean? Like they they just had, they were like, this is a seaport by pirates for (laughs) pirates. (laughs) That sounds like like a
1: commercial, right? Like like, by pirates for pirates.
0: Because like, why would they? Why would that be
1: allowed? Uh, maybe there were pirates on the islands that were like. Whoa, 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 whoa! This is just—are you a pirate? And they're like, well, no, I'm an explorer, and it's like, this is for pirates. You got to right. go to the explorer port, right.
0: and maybe like, yeah, the the navy and stuff—they weren't going to go to like Jamaica and Haiti and be like, break it up, break it
1: up. No, no, yeah, that no one's—I so guess nobody really wanted to go there. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe.
0: Cool. Well, where's where's uh, Jack Sparrow always want to go? He always wants to go to.
1: I can't. remember. Oh God, what is it? <laughs> oh, great. We already to have roar. A the new set the record
0: no. <laughs> I feel like... Actually, I feel like we had this conversation on a different episode. No, we did not. I, this feels like deja vu. Oh,
1: it might just be regular deja vu.
0: I'm going to... Okay. Yeah. He always talks about going to a spot that starts with a T, I think.
1: Jack Sparrow does. Yeah. So okay. we'll come back to it. Right, we'll circle back. All right. God. We we also learned a couple of interesting things about pirates. Yeah. One that I thought was was really interesting was that there was rarely racial division on pirate ships. Yeah. And, and even... Um, even, uh, there were even captains of color. Yeah. Which is like really not, I, that's what the Any world. Any color. What, that's what the world needs right now. Right. We need that. We need to be more like a pirate ship. Look to the pirate. Look to the pirates. Look to the cookie. And uh, there was also some, what some. They un- had
0: some different ways of settling disputes. And none of them were walking the plank.
1: Yeah, walking the plank is, is like, like a made up like thing. Seems like it's made up, yeah. Yeah, that, that, I feel like it's very disappointing to people, but. That was apparently a very rare way of killing victims. Yeah. And I even read some of the pirates didn't actually like to kill their victims.
0: They didn't even like wood at all. So they, they would never touch a plank. <laughs> don't like too the much wood. wood.
1: Uh
0: all right, so so you get two pirates on a ship. There's a couple ways that you can that you can uh, solve a dispute. Uh one is you fight until first blood. Mm-hmm. So you get a little cut, it's over, you lose. Yeah. Which is nice because nobody has to die.
1: Mm-hmm. The other one you can get whipped thirty nine times. We don't know why it's thirty nine.
0: If you know why, oh, it's if you 39, know why it's thirty nine because that's a very specific number.
1: Yeah, too specific.
0: So for all our pirate pros out there, please email us and let us know why it's thirty nine.
1: You know, pirate prose is could also be like a poet, like um, pirate poetry. Yes, like prose. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, all um, right. So, but uh, anyway, but there was
1: something else too. No, no, that's that's it you know, pirates would leave oh, people. No, no, on... they would
0: leave you on an island. Yeah. yeah, yeah if you yeah, were yeah. had a
1: disagreement, they leave you on that's, an island. And that's a classic Jack Sparrow move Jack too. Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Uh, well, we hope you like pirates as much as we do now because that was a lot of pirate talk. That was a
0: lot of pirate talk. I, uh,
1: we do not <laughs> have a game. we game. We're oh
0: my God. fucking idiots. Okay. All
1: right. Wait, wait. Can... <laughs> Should I pause? Sure. <laughs> And today's all game right. is a... <laughs> all right. All right. We got it. <laughs> today's game is a classic. Uh, it's a little game called Tic-Tac-Toe. tic tac Well, who goes first? Doesn't whoever goes first win?
0: Let's flip a coin to see who goes first.
1: Just yeah, kidding. You got, yeah. you got You
0: got. You get the pen. You oh, first. do you have snuff? I think so.
1: All right. Well, I'll, here, I'll go first. Um, Because I don't know any of the tricks.
0: Oh, no. I You know...
1: You I, work with kids, so maybe you know all the tricks. So there's like the a way to, ne- to never win tic-tac-toe.
0: Tic-tac-toe, connect 4. Mm-hmm. I know that there's people out there that are like, I know the trick, I know the trick. And yeah. when they, they try to ask me if I want to learn it, I'm like, well, what's the point of the game if you if you know you're going to win it every time? That sucks. Yeah, it's no fun. I don't want to learn that. That's like when you learn, you know, like when you got a song that you really like? Yeah. And you're like, don't overplay it. Don't overplay don't it because I don't
1: it. want to know it so good. Right. Well, and, and Some also, of my
0: favorite songs I don't know at all.
1: <laughs> I've never even heard. Them. <laughs> never even heard my favorite songs. Well, that's also why I don't um, I, I don't learn like figure out how to play on guitar songs that I love because I feel like I'll be like, oh, yeah, they're just doing, yeah,
0: they're just doing that. By the way, if you ha- couldn't predict this, Ryan picked X. What? <laughs> what? X is the kiss, right? Or is that the hug?
1: X is uh, the kit, the kiss, <laughs> the cuss. Um who's picking
0: O? Not me. It's like when you, if you play chess or you know, it's like you're not gonna pick the white pieces.
1: Can you imagine picking O first? If you were Oh no, I can't. Tic-tac-toe. Did you win?
0: Ryan's on a run. He's trying to shut me down.
1: It's not <laughs> over yet. Isn't that the point? <clears> then about. Wait, what happens if we draw? Oh shit. I guess that's what adults <sighs> do, don't they? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't think anybody can win right now.
1: <laughs> I guess that's why adults don't play Tic-Tac-Toe.
0: No, it's surprising how often I lose, though, still. <laughs> There's two choices here. Are they both? I, I don't <clears> think I can win. Okay, I'll go here.
1: Yeah. Okay. Oy. Um, No. Oh. Yeah, okay.
0: Alright, so, All right, so next time next time we'll pick a game that someone can win.
1: Let's do um Who Can Do More Snuff? Let's, <laughs> <laughs> Who can do more snuff? Let's do um Rock, Paper, Scissors. Okay,
0: that's a classic. We've, Have we not done that before? No,
1: we've never done that.
0: Are we best of three.
1: Have we? I don't think so. No one remembers. Alright, best of three though, right? Yeah, best of three.
0: Alright. Rock, rock, paper, paper
1: scissors, scissors, shoot. That's Damn one it. for me. I think he
0: threw his scissors a little late. Okay. No, <laughs> rock, paper, scissors, shoot! Uh, Damn it, right. double scissors! <laughs> I threw double paper. Also, I just thought that Ryan would think he'd be like, Albert's never gonna pick paper because it's like you think you can't win. <laughs> like I, I think I was thinking you were thinking I'm a rock guy.
1: Um, I think you're a paper guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> paper sucks. Uh, I, picked I picked it because I picked it because I thought you thought I wouldn't pick it.
1: Um, scissors. sorry about that. Scissors
0: is right in the middle. It's good.
1: Um, I You know, I do. Ha- I, I've not won to ever toot my own horn. I'm not. And, especially, and that's your especially, especially. No, no, it's not.
0: Oh, damn it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but about games, I just I actually feel like I'm really good at rock, paper, scissors. I can see that. I don't know why. Um, But I do have to say this, that we really waited until the 11th hour and. To figure out which game we were yes. going to play for today's yes. there episode. It is. I love it. The 11th hour. I say it all the time. Al, I just have to tell you why I chose this. I've heard this maybe <coughs> 10 times, <laughs> maybe 10 <laughs> times in the last week. Uh-huh. Like people at my school say it and I'm just like, okay, I just need to do a deep dive into here.
0: I love it. I love the eleventh hour.
1: I do spilled you, my I spilled my drink on my. Computer. We made some dingbat cocktails. Do you need to clean that up?
0: I do. Okay, we'll I go think.
1: get a go get the rag from okay. the thing. Okay. So, uh, why don't you first define for the people what eleventh hour means?
0: Eleventh hour is like down to the last minute, right? And mm-hmm. then it's like
1: it's almost it's almost over. Mm-hmm. The last possible moment before a dire event, but it can be used it can be used negatively or positively. Oh like yeah in yeah. The eleventh yeah. hour. We figured it out, and right. everything went swell. Right. Or, you know.
0: Or in the 11th hour, <laughs> they really busted the toilet
1: big time. Uh-huh. Yeah. In the nick of time. Yeah. That's in, the of time, the <laughs> in the nick of the time, <laughs> they God. busted the toilet. In the nick of time, they busted the toilet. So I'm sure all the people out there are already thinking, what what is the origin of 11th hour? Do you want to take a guess here? Okay. My guess is this. Mm-hmm.
0: This is kind of a, I feel like my guess, so I, I think that it's, is it about the war clock?
1: It's up to you. Okay. This is your guess time.
0: Okay. So I always remember when they were talking about like the fear of nuclear war, there was that, there was that clock that was always like a couple of minutes. They kept moving it.
1: So you're talking about World War II. Yeah. Okay.
0: Right. So my guess, I'm not even being funny here. What am I doing? This is not good.
1: You can be fun. You don't have to be funny. We don't owe always
0: have to be funny. We don't
1: owe anyone anything to be funny, right?
0: Um, so my when I when I always thought about the eleventh hour, I always thought it was a reference to the 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 nuclear the nuclear bomb clock that they used to have on you know, like sixty minutes or whatever. Yeah, that might be a different clock. Sixty minutes <laughs> just has a clock.
1: It was sixty minutes around in the forties. Ugh.
0: maybe they took their idea from the war clock
1: <laughs> like like in, like in the show 60 Minutes that 60 Minutes is the 11th hour there it is Wow. now
0: now you're making sense so oh, it's okay. just like every time that you watch 60 Minutes it's just it's like, like
1: this is the this, 11th hour this is important so why would it be 11 though?
0: because I think uh, when the war clock hit midnight that that's when they were supposed to drop a nuclear bomb, right?
1: oh, okay so it's 11 to midnight is do the 11th hour do
0: you know what I'm talking about? It uh, wasn't there like a thing. It was like it was like kind of like how we have It's like symbolic. How close are we to midnight until there's an atomic war?
1: I think you What am I talking you- about? <laughs> I know it's, I know it's a thing. I think you're thinking of the apocalypse clock. <sighs> yeah. Which is uh it's it's like this this clock based on world events and things that are happening mm-hmm. in the environment you know how close we are to like our imminent end right R- i
0: think that's the clock i'm thinking of
1: okay but you can and, see
0: why that would be nuclear war would be one of them
1: yeah yeah we'll have to look into and the
0: rainforest <laughs> and then there's the rainforest you know, so could bulldoze the rainforest in the 11th hour
1: <laughs> and it's the, it's called the 11th hour because 11 to 12 yeah mi- is, like you know right. like midnight is yeah. so you know like during new, when when uh it was like y2k and midnight was you know, the 11th, that's gonna be the that's end yeah. that's the 11th yeah. hour yeah. it's our countdown to death yes okay that makes a lot of sense um, also I always had, had like a, I was always annoyed with Y2K because it turns midnight different times all across the world right because so who, who, who gets midnight gets, first yeah who uh, I mean like it's, it's some really small island in southeast Asia like in the Pacific or right
0: something. so we call them be like did the computers did, did they crash <laughs> and they're like they're not answering. The computer is great. They don't speak English. Well, maybe They're it's just answering.
1: late. <laughs> whole... Um good, good. Wrong.
0: Listen, sometimes I want to take a I want to take a serious guess. So there, okay. Very, very okay, serious Okay, all right.
1: I can hear the people booing the other <laughs> line. feel free to boo in your cars or sure. um all right, no, I'll tell you where it comes from though
0: you know what before you do that yeah. was the true spirit of don't be an idiot you gotta, you gotta understand you know when we were we were in you don't need to explain yourself but they need to hear this <laughs> you tell them you tried being 14 hours a day with this guy and Chris Cardi- <laughs> Cardillo. I'm saying his last name he's fine and you know yeah nobody cares about him but <laughs> uh, you know uh, he's he stuck there forever and it's like no you're not just
1: joking around this
0: was a real thing we were really trying to guess
1: Right, these are real this guesses. This is just what we've devolved to. Albert, he, the first episode was supposed to be serious. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, and everyone said it was funny. We're like, really? Oh, oops. Whoops. Um, no. Uh, you're wrong, And but it was a good guess. I'm, glad I'm, I the I'm guess. glad I'm wrong. appreciate the series. I'm glad I'm wrong. How do you like that? How you like them apples? Um, all right, so I'm going to set a scene for you, okay? Yeah. The year is... Can we guess the year? 11th hour, I'm going to say it's 1840. The year is 30. Just 30? <laughs> yeah, the year is 30. Wow. AD. Okay. I want you to picture we're in the middle of a vineyard. Okay. Beautiful vineyard. All right. In the Roman province of Judea. Sure. Do you know where that is, present day? Judea? Yeah. Jerusalem? Jerusalem? Oh, that's really close. Okay, well, Israel going on the Jays. Is Jerusalem in Israel? Call in. <laughs> I think See it you is next week. <laughs> See <you> next na- <laughs> top of the show. All right, so we're we're in a vineyard mm-hmm. in present day Israel. Mm-hmm. It's the year thirty, and the owner walks on out. He, the owner of uh, this landowner guy, he what walks are they in togas. Um, uh, like probably like some like yeah like sheets and stuff. Cool. That would be fun. So you so can do wear sheets. Oh, maybe we could do that for episode thirty.
0: Yeah, we'll do like a Roman
1: thing. Yeah. So, oh, I like that. So the owner of this vineyard walks out, you know, know, he probably stretches. He's like, oh my God, (laughs) my (laughs) balls. And he walks down to the marketplace and he sees some guys. And these guys aren't doing anything. Okay. And they're just hanging around. He's like, what are you guys up to? And they're like, no one will hire us. We can't work. And he's like, I'll tell you what, go to my vineyard, (laughs) go work. (laughs) I'll pay you for the day. Okay. All right? This is at, I don't know, 6, 6 a.m. Okay. So then, a few hours later, goes back down to the marketplace, sees a few more dudes. They're just hanging around, doing fuck all. Right. And he's like, what are you guys up to? And he's like, oh, we're, just, we're not, just hanging out. We're not doing anything. No one will hire us. No one us. will goes, hire us because we're lazy. And he's like, go go to my vineyard. I'll give you a denarius and uh <laughs> was that the coin back then? It's the ancient Roman coin. It was worth 10 asses.
0: No. Yeah. <laughs> really? 10 is.
1: donkeys? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was a coin that was worth 10 asses. Was there lesser coins? Probably. Also, Nero's face was on this coin. Of course. Who's I the Antichrist? He's, he seemed like kind of fun, too. Did a whole episode on it. I know. So, then uh, a few more hours pass, and... Don't tell me he sees more guys hanging down by the market. Yeah, yeah. And he tells them, go up to my vineyard. I'll pay you a denarius. It'll be, you know, whatever. It'll be worth it. This happens again at 3 Mm p.m. And then at 5 p.m., he goes down. He does the same thing. Okay. All right. So these guys are working on the vineyard and um, he tells the guy who's running the farm, hey, go tell these guys, day's over. Pay the newcomers first. Give them a denarius. Okay. And so he goes. Okay, pays them. You know, one of these coins. The guys who have been there the, the Just, least amount of time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, the guys that were hired first are like, surely we're going to get a little bit more out of this, right? Because we got hired Way a early. long yeah. time ago. Yeah. <laughs> and um,
0: like twenty thirty grapes here. <laughs> like 20, 30 grapes. Yeah.
1: How many grapes do you think you can pick up in a, a day? A day's work.
0: Well. Back then, did they have like spiny vines? I feel like back then they would have like spiny you know, vines. The, I feel like it, it couldn't be that easy, right? They yeah. probably had like not like tougher vines. You think
1: vines were different?
0: You know, maybe two thousand years cl- ago, climate change. You think, and you know, some sort of like, you know, that you hear about that, you know, like a vine disease and the crops dying off.
1: Yeah, and plus yeah. everything
0: gets weaker. I feel like here in the world.
1: Oh, interesting. Think about it; it's like
0: hardy back then.
1: Yeah, real, yeah, real too hardy. Yeah. So, like, only, maybe you're only picking 30 grapes in a day. Yeah,
0: but they're huge, they're like the size of your head.
1: <laughs> oh. That is, so, it's like a grape per bottle of wine. Yeah. Back in the day.
0: A grape per bottle of wine. Yeah, it's like, it's like giant world, like
1: level four Mario. Level four Mario. Was that level four or level five? Hmm. I think it was level five.
0: I thought that your song was level five, and then you said you mentioned level four that you were just <gasps> with giants, right? Ah, That's how I always right. remember it.
1: Oh, yeah. This is single a single system. Si- okay. <laughs> Check it's, it out. This is in reference to an album I wrote in high school. Yeah. Um, I always loved that line. Anyway, so all these guys are standing in line, and uh, the guys got hired first also receive a denarius. And they're okay. like, what the fuck is this? Right. Got paid nothing. Right. I'm like, you know, we were here all day. And the. the I know the, what's going to happen. The Oh. The early guys and the
0: late guys get in a fight, and then all their coins go flying, and then it it sinks, sinks down into the sandy soil, and then later the guy, the owner guy, is like, <laughs> and he's scraping They're it up scraping with it like, a, up. Yeah, like a scooper.
1: That's a that's a good guess. Okay. That's a good mid origin <laughs> guess. <laughs> that's wrong. That's my guess. <laughs> um. No. So, uh, the landowner goes, "Hey, I told you I would pay you a denarius for a day's work." Right. If you are jealous or envious of my generosity, that's your problem. Don't come back. Right. And they're like, all right, well, whatever. And uh, the 11th hour refers to that 5 to 6 p.m. time when workers got hired late in the day, but still received all the same benefits. Huh. Now, this is a very specific story, right? Yeah. It's because it comes from the Bible.
0: Ooh. (coughs) Damn, it's always just there, sneaking around. Just <laughs> so when I think we can get away from it.
1: So, uh, you're, I'm going to give you a question right now. Okay. So, what's, what's the moral of the story here? Because the oh, the New it, Testament's it's, it's the, all about those, these moral tales, and this is this is one of them.
0: Well, I guess it's who's the bad guy.
1: <laughs> like, there doesn't have to be a bad guy, does there?
0: Well, okay, so. First of all, I think that the guy, <clears throat> the guy that's owns the vineyard, mm-hmm. he's stupid to pay the guys at the end of the day the same amount as the guys at the beginning of the day.
1: He's being generous.
0: Is that? Yeah, I guess that's generous. Yeah, because he's like, oh, a, he's like, oh, I have, I've take, got the money. Take, take. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So all right, he's out. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm taking him out. Yeah. The moral of the story is, gosh, if it's from the Bible because what it teaches me is don't get up early for the morning shift. <laughs> you, you sleep in and then you. You still get the same pay from a generous guy. <laughs> it's,
1: it's, it, it, it does. Sleep kinda... in. Sleep in is the moral of the story. Sleep in. Sleep in. Sleep in. You're right. It does kind of make you feel like I really feel like I should be way more lazy. Is about... that the end of the story? That's that's the the, the parable. It's the that's like the moral. Like oh, it's...
0: okay. So I since it's the fucking Bible, I guess it's I guess the moral of the story is be happy what you get. <laughs> Be happy with for what
1: you get. It has to do with God's unmerited grace. He.
0: What the <laughs> fuck?
1: I don't know. It's it's like no matter how late in life you decide to become Christian, mm. God will let you come to the kingdom of heaven. Okay. It's a metaphor. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. But like, so the early guy, he should already be cool with being in God's grace, but, but he's but, mad but,
1: in but, the story. But, but, but that, that, there's the, the metaphor and then there's the story. The uh-huh. story, the guy's like, yeah, I've been working all day. This is bullshit. I yeah. should get paid way more.
0: So is he like the guy at church that's like, oh, I got the good seat. I got here first. And <laughs> yes, like, look, yes. look, oh, look, I
1: put a 10 in the basket. Look, yes. look, you know, <laughs> and look, like, look. Like, look, look, and, and, Precisely. And, and then like the guy in the, Back? It, no, it's not even the guy in the back. It's the guy who's just done all kinds of crazy, badass shit throughout his entire yeah. life. He sinned to the left. He sinned to the right, and that's why he's sleeping in. And it, he's sleeping in. And then he, on his deathbed, he's like, "Oh my god! Oh, oh. By the way, <laughs> I'd like to be a Christian. Oh, definitely. Just because he's like, oh shit, what if there's a hell? Yes. So, but e- even if you." Even if you come to the realization late in life, yeah, you will still, you know, be whatever.
0: You know, that's all well and good. in
1: the glory of um, yes, whatever. In the, the clouds, the, the guy, the you know, clouds and the shit.
0: Actually, Bart Simpson made a joke about that that always stuck with me. He's just like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna do wrong my whole life and then do a, like a deathbed confession." That's the eleventh hour. And I remember like thinking, "I was like, that's great, Bart, but if we what, if, what what's the incentive not to do that?" Why not just like have fun until like the last minute? I'd be like, yeah, I'm, good. I'm, like, cause what? Like, cause what if your last like th- your brain dies as you're like, I regret.
1: <laughs> what if you get hit by a bus suddenly? Right. Never think about that? Yeah. I mean, this is a good story. This is a good story.
0: I, you know, it's like I, I, I think that <laughs> you can have fun. Yeah. And you don't have to be a bad guy.
1: Right. We're uh, th- here at Don't Be an Idiom. We're all about moral tales and, and suggesting ways to live your life the right. best way possible right and we think that you should what do, we, what do we think have fun
0: live like the pirates
1: live like a pirate
0: no we no no racial we, no divisions no racial divisions anyone can Steel. be captain <laughs> <laughs> you know just enjoy that treasure <laughs> the treasure's life.
1: And the tre- treasure's, the treasure's life. life. And the, tre- the treasure's <laughs> life. That's
0: it. That's the, that's, the, that's that's
1: it. All right, good. Good one, uh, right? Yeah, th- I just felt like people use it a lot, so people should know that that's the mm. background.
0: I I do use The 11th Hour all the time. I also think it's the name of a rancid song on Out Come the Wolves.
1: It is, and... Uh, Was that part uh, of your fun fact? No, no, it's going it. to be... It's something for episode 30. Okay
0: oh yes oh man no one talks about rancid come on (laughs)
1: um all right so great next time you use it remember that you're doing some bible shit so if you're cool with that yeah and watch out for spiny vines (laughs) watch out for spiny vines that's a metaphor too uh when i was looking this up i also saw that uh the eleventh hour has to do with, um, and I think I, this is actually what I thought you were like, ta- like referencing. But in uh, Britain, their remember the Remembrance Day. You know, you know, like when you see like the poppies, they have like Poppy Day, where like Poppy veterans day. sell you know like those red oh, little yeah. flowers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's in that's a it, it marks the end of World War One.
0: Okay. Which
1: which was officially at eleven a.m. on November eleventh, and so they call it the eleventh hour. And it marks the end of World War One, So that's why they like They're celebrate riffing. that. They're riffing. They're riffing.
0: I like that. <laughs> They're doing throwback. They're doing a throwback. That's, that's what it's all about.
1: So for our, our British fans, well, there you go. Uh,
0: yeah. We have talked a, about have, you again. happy 11th hour. <laughs> we talked about you again. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you on Boxing Day.
1: Ooh. Boxing Day.
0: I want to celebrate that this year, actually. No, you know what? I never Boxing do. Boxing Day is really do. annoying. You, I,
1: you I went, celebrate, right? I, do, do I celebrate I Boxing Day? I think you day? do. That's I, what I think of you. I think of I that. Do, I do not celebrate Boxing Day. Oh, well,
0: let's start this year.
1: I When I was in, I, was, I, used to, I lived in Scotland for a year. My sister came to visit me mm-hmm. and we went to London for Christmas. Right. And our only extra day there was, besides the weekend, was Boxing Day. But everything is closed down. on Boxing Day. And that's why she got a good deal. She got <laughs> the best deal. And then the London fog crept in and <laughs> choked you both to death. Um, and then just some fun facts. Uh, there are so many things in pop culture named 11th hour, including the first episode of Matt Smith's Doctor Who. Oh, right. Because he's yes, the 11th yes, yes. actor. Oh, come on. And we're yeah, huge that's Doctor great. Who fans. Yes, we are. I tried looking up like, we oh, know, some Britain. 11th hour songs. There are over a hundred songs Titled 11th Hour. And one is Rancid. One is Rancid. And that's the best one. Out Come the Wolves. Yes. And the best album. Yes. And uh, there's like over 30 episode titles and movies called 11th Hour. There's a documentary by Leo. Leo Cap. Leo Cap. Okay. Leo Cap made an environmental climate change documentary called sure. 11th Hour. Yes. We should all see it. Yes. And we, if anyone knows him get him on our show. Yes, cuz we have a picture of him with his wax statue. I <laughs> Maybe we could use that. Yeah, we do have a picture <laughs> with his wax statue. It looks good. It looks pretty realistic. We'll share that. That's in San Francisco. And then you can see what Chris looks like yeah, too. That's right. Um also Brian Williams has a podcast called 11th hour. Oh. And he's the guy, he's the guy who like he was like canceled because he told this story on Letterman. I think this was him, that, that he was in a helicopter that was being like shot at in the Middle East. Uh-huh. But actually, it was one of the other helicopters. Okay. And so everyone was like, you weren't in that helicopter. And that he gets like, you fired? And he was like, "I in my memory, that happened. Yeah, there's a whole... yeah. Well,
0: that's why witness testimony doesn't stand witness up in court. Witness testimony
1: does not stand up in court. But
0: if you hear gunshots and you're in a helicopter, you're like, oh, God, I <laughs> repent. <laughs> I'm a Christian. I am a Christian. And then you jump into the blade of the helicopter.
1: And um there's an 11th Hour Brewing Company in Pittsburgh where uh you met my uncle Mike and my uh yes. cousins uh Kelsey and Kaylee. I
0: was just thinking about those uh, so guys.
1: we should I should I want, we should ask them to go check this place out cuz you can like get beers from 11th Hour Brewing Company in Pittsburgh. You know what? I want
0: to get I'll some. I'll do you one better.
1: D- you're going to take me not there. Not
0: this weekend, not the weekend after that. Okay? Weekend after that.
1: Yeah. Don't be
0: an idiom road trip. Let's go to Pittsburgh. Oh, that's a great what idea. What the hell? Why not?
1: Great idea. I love it. I love it. We'll, Let's do that. We'll really. sip some 11th hours. Yeah.
0: Take some pics. We'll see your family.
1: I love it. That's a great idea, man. Good. All right. That's the way the cookie crumbles. That's the end of my idiom.
0: Great job, Ryan. Great job. Thank you. And now we will take a break. Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to say something? Oh, yeah. I thought you wanted to talk.
1: Now? <laughs> I think I'm going to talk more.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. So, you know, I was thinking about the 11th hour and... No, 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 no about not about the 11th hour. We ended it. Oh, uh,
1: okay. it. <laughs> Are we off
0: the air now? No, I don't know.
1: Um, so, uh... We're gonna, we'll take, and we'll be right and back. We'll, and, we'll be right and we'll be right back. 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 Oh, you're I wanted back. to
0: let you know that this idiom break was brought to you by Bernard's Magic
1: Moments. It's the snuff that's just enough. Oh yeah. Welcome to WDBAI. WDBAI? Don't be an idiom. Where's the W? Oh, right. You know, like a radio. A radio.
0: WDBAI. Shocking with the jocking. Alright, All right. let's hear it, buddy. Alright, so uh, I am looking for a funny way to get my idiom in there Uh
1: uh-huh but uh try harder
0: you know maybe we should just uh forget the whole thing and go on a roman holiday
1: a roman holiday
0: you're not having much (laughs) recognition in your face and i know why (laughs) because i've decided made a decision today yeah that every once in a while maybe like you know 60 30 nope (laughs) <laughs> you know, every couple episodes, maybe I want to bring back something that maybe you're not that familiar with. Right. So Roman Holiday was only vaguely familiar to me. Yeah. But I was like, let me let me just dive on
1: So a Roman Holiday, the <laughs> okay. Well, can I tell you
0: before before you even do I, anything?
1: I know it's a film with Gregory Peck and Audrey Hepburn. You do? You
0: yeah. Seen it?
1: Yeah, I've seen it. Ah. Oh. <laughs>
0: I was. I have not seen it, and so much comes up on the internet about oh, yeah. yeah, Audrey Hepburn. It's like
1: a classic film.
0: Yeah, and it's a very classic
1: film. Yeah. You should see it.
0: Yeah, you should see it. Did Act- you know, I, I was just going to say one of these, did you know that that film was put into the United States Film Registry by the Library of Congress as being culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant?
1: I, that doesn't surprise me.
0: It's in some vault somewhere.
1: Yeah, like I a get doomsday it. vault. It's like a, it's a, it's really it's a, good. It's a big picture.
0: Oh yeah, man, that's
1: the whole thing. It was one of the first films like completely filmed on location. Yeah. in Italy, right? American films. Wow,
0: well, did you know that that was also Audrey Hepburn's first American film that she did? No, didn't I? Yeah,
1: all of her other films were British.
0: Yeah, this was her first break in. Oh. To the
1: American film industry, so I did not know that. See that? Did not know. Wow, well, did not know.
0: So much for my idea of doing a mystery science theater three thousand type. Don't be an idiom screening with your new camera. No, we.
1: <laughs> that's a great
0: idea. I know it's a great idea, but <laughs> we you can know, still you do it. Could, you could have seen it, and I don't need to. And like you could be the guy. You're like the. You're like the old hat guy, dude. Like, mystery oh, science I, theater watch, writes. Watch
1: what's coming for this episode. You realize like, that they, I don't know. You realize that mystery science theater writes that shit first, right? They like watch it and write it, and then they like say it as it comes up.
0: You mean they're on a spaceship and they're seeing it and they're no, making I, some? You I'm know. just
1: assuming they weren't. They're not riffing randomly, are uh, they? I don't
0: know. I'm I'm
1: assuming that they they, they Pro,
0: it would make the most sense financially to have the riff have ready the jokes to go.
1: ready. Like they have a right. writing team. Right. All right, this is deviating too much. If right. you know, call in. So, uh, so what you're telling me is that Roman Holiday is an idiom that existed before the movie was made. Definitely. Wow. And okay, I did not know that. Before you guess, before yeah. you guess, I want you to because I don't know what it means either.
0: I am. I'm on i I'm, I'm on another. Guess. I'm on another streak here. Yeah. So I want to also. I mean, I'm inviting idioms to come to me. Right. Whoa. <laughs> I had an idea. I had an idea for a different idiom. Saving that for mm-hmm. episode 30. And another idiom walked into my life like the wooden nickels, and it's this. It's an album that uh-huh. I found at Goodwill for a dollar. Yeah. And I was just so taken with the cover.
1: Yeah, let me see it here. There it is. It's all right. It's it's called Roman Holiday. Cooking, cooking on Cooking on the Roof. roof so yeah. I think the name of the band is Roman Holiday. They are. Two L's, everybody. H O L L I D A Y. Oh shit. Cooking on the Roof. Yeah. And this is, I'm assuming this is from the 80s.
0: It's from 83.
1: Okay. It's hey the hey, the year we were born. Yeah.
0: And I got to tell you, it's fun. It's technically like new age or whatever, new wave. (laughs) But I think it sounds like kind of like almost like swingy sort of like um, greaser shit.
1: Yeah. And they've got some, they've got some not, are these like.
0: Looks like they're wearing Navy hats, right?
1: It looks like they're, uh, they've got like nautical uh, band photos here. I'm going to tell you, I think
0: that they would have been a fun act to watch.
1: (laughs) You got that right. Stuff is like upbeat. It's some up-tempo shit. Catchy. Call in if you've heard of the band Roman Holiday. (laughs) With two L's, because there is another band that
0: doesn't have... It's like a grunge band.
1: Really cool. All right, so uh, one of the important aspects of this is saying what the idiom means. So I I don't know what Roman Holiday means idiomatically. uh, Right. like 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 a... I'm assuming it means like getting away getting going somewhere or getting away from something to to like forget your life. I don't know. I don't fucking know.
0: No, I know. And that's the thing. Like it's not one that you hear all the time. Yeah. And so there's no context for it. All right. It, right? So what is
1: the definition?
0: It's an occasion on which enjoyment or profit is derived from another's suffering or discomfort. Really? It's also a loose synonym for the German Schadenfreude.
1: Oh, Schadenfreude, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So glad I said oh, okay. that
1: right. yeah. okay. <laughs> I was, uh, Well done. Well really done, stressing.
0: sir. <laughs> Thank you, sir. More scotch for me and my mate.
1: So um, a Roman holiday when it's like it's like when you someone has is having a really bad time and it's making you have a better time.
0: Yeah, it's like you're 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 enjoying the discomfort of someone else.
1: All right, okay. Wow, okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Right, right. This, this is a hard guess, dude. It, it is.
0: It's a hard guess, but, you know, right. like, this is what it's all about. This is about not just explaining idioms we know, but it's about reviving
1: idioms on life support. It, it is. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. And, um, okay. So, where? what's the origin of this yeah. Roman holiday? <sighs> okay, I, I do have a guess, actually. Good. All right. So, I... Th- in the 1800s, it was very popular for for uh, wealthy aristocrats to travel to Europe and explore Europe and be like, you know, like, oh, oh, I'm in. <laughs> you know, like oh a, yeah. um, I know um, I'm you. Eating, mean, I'm, eat, I'm eating the brie and, you and I'm that, that. baguette. <laughs> and um, now I'm going to, you know, traverse. Smoke a cigarette. So it was very popular for the, for, for British in particular to, to like, you know, sail to Europe and, and go see the sites. Sometimes um, in Britain, uh, doctors would prescribe wealthier aristocrats who were very sick because they didn't have like fucking medicine back then to go to places like Italy and Spain warmer climates to they're like, Oh, you need, you need a warmer climate. Right. So, uh, you know, like go there and spend some months in Italy and you'll, you'll feel better. Okay. Like right. you'll, you have like, Oh, it sucks. You got pneumonia or what's like, what's like the diseases that everyone had in the 1800s? Like a uh, botulism, botulism. <laughs> really? What is that? Isn't that like just like partying too hard? Is it like Bacchus? I don't know. Oh, okay. It seemed, To me, it seems like the stomach.
0: Uh, I'm, all <laughs> bot- I'm all botched up. <laughs> I'm all botched up. My, botched up. Botched Botched uh,
1: So, I imagine that, you know, when these, uh, these like, rich, sick British people Pale, sweaty yes, dudes. right. They
0: need to get were, in the sun. They were sick.
1: They needed the sun. They needed the warmth. The they vitamin needed, D. They, they needed vitamin D. No more rainy, foggy London air. No
0: wonder they're sick.
1: They'd, they'd go there, but they would always have a compatriot. A, right. A compadre. Like a little animal. I'm not an animal, but. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, uh, like you know, like a lychee guy who's like, I'm friends with you because right. you're rich. But I'm also they're you know, like,
0: yeah, I carry my bags, sucker Joe. Yeah,
1: he's carrying the bags, yeah. but he's not the one with smallpox or whatever.
0: No, he's Hardy from so, carrying all those bags around.
1: He's, right, good shape. Right, real good shape. <laughs> And the the because the compa- they always
0: overpacked back then.
1: Definitely, so there's a
0: lot of stuff he's lifting. Sorry, yeah. go go on.
1: Go yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. 18 suitcases, but real strong leather, metal corners. Yeah. you know, like and the
0: bathing locks. suits were so there was so much cloth on the bathing <laughs> suit that was like a whole that was like two and a half suitcases just by bathing right.
1: suit. Right. So the sick wealthy British man would in, you know invite his his slightly lower class. And be like, hey, you can carry my stuff because I'm like too sick to do this. <laughs> right. So, um, whatever you know, this uh, this extra guy would be like, yeah, no problem. Going, we're going to it- Italy, right? Because
0: he's cut. He because he also pay- he pays for the the rich guy pays yes, for the press. He's
1: paying for everything, right? Because he thinks he's tricking him. Like yeah. oh, I'm just going to get him to do yeah. all the shit while I recover. Right. So we're going to Rome, but he's he's traveling in steerage. He's traveling in steerage. Right, right? <laughs> That's the worst place, w- perhaps. But once they get off the ship. They're in, they're in frigging Italy, right? Right there, and they go to Rome, um, you know, which which would have been a popular destination at the time, the 1800s. And the guy has a Roman holiday because the wealthy aristocrat who has invited him to carry all of his shit is right. sick, so he's he's reaping the benefits right. of having an Italian trip while his sick wealthy right. friend is paying all the tabs. Definitely Roman holiday. I love it. You know, you don't want to be
0: the rich guy. The rich guy doesn't understand how good it is to be on the holiday. You want to be the guy that's like, you, you want to carry the bags. You're like, this is this is huge for me.
1: Yeah. Free trip. Bro, by the way, we have been the bag carriers. Oh, yeah.
0: Because we... Oh, we
1: have been on Roman holiday. <laughs> one of our very good friends good is, friend. is quite wealthy, and we've reaped the benefits yes. of an of, a, of an Italian holiday. Yes, we have. You know, just and we're just... You
0: know, we're just crawling
1: around, around, and, the around
0: and just, carrying the bags, and getting yelled at.
1: <laughs> getting yelled at, getting the look. Really old kids. Yeah, yes. um, But anyway, that's my guess. I, I, I imagine something like this led to Roman holiday, meaning what you said it means.
0: Well, you got the Rome part right, mm-hmm. but nothing
1: else. <laughs> I hope I got the Rome part right. You got the
0: Rome part right. Yeah, it's actually a French term. Really? No, it's. Oh. it's all right, well, so, okay. So, good guess. Very very funny. I like how you... I like it wasn't how supposed you, to be funny. Like how you got in there and you, you invent the the characters, development. I like that a lot.
1: Okay, it wasn't supposed um, to be funny.
0: So, I'm going to skip over my first note about it being actually an Aubrey Hepford and Gregory Peck yeah, movie. That. But, before I move away from that, I would just like to say, Gregory Peck, <sighs> Brownsville girl, it's Bob Dylan. Dylan, this mattered to me because... Mm-hmm something that you don't understand about don't be an idiom is Mm -hmm. this ties back to the road trips Mm -hmm. Gregory Peck is a big character in the song Brownsville Girl which is a big song for our road trips Mm -hmm. so if you want to know don't be an idiom you have to know Gregory Peck
1: Mm -hmm.
0: now I'm not I don't have any information on Gregory Peck but you just need to know (laughs) go listen to Bob Dylan's song Brownsville Girl it's like eight minutes
1: yeah and it's
0: amazing
1: at the end of your when you're done yeah can I give you a fun fact About Gregory Peck and Rome. Yeah. Okay. All right. But don't forget, though. I won't.
0: All right, cool. So this idiom, uh, it became more popular when the 1953 film came out. Sure. But it was originally in the books in 1860. That Mm. was when it was kind of like in dictionaries and and stuff to mean what I told you earlier. Yeah, yeah. But it was originally a reference to holidays for the Romans for gladiatorial combat. Uh, yeah. So, let me let me take you down this road. In yeah. 1818, there was a there was a poem by this guy named Byron called
1: <laughs> yeah, George Gordon Lord Byron.
0: You know, nobody else had all the names, but it's Byron. Yeah. It's called Child Harold's
1: Pilgrimage. Pilgrimage, yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, then you should have been able to guess <laughs> something from this because um <laughs> this this uh reference of Roman Holiday is in completely traceable to this poem. Oh, okay. Everything, cool. all roads lead back to this about this. Uh, there's this part about this dying uh, barbarian gladiator. And I'm going to read it to you as read good it as to I me. can. Yeah, nice. But where his rude hut by the Danube lay, there were his young barbarians all at play. There was their Dacian mother, he their sire, butchered to make a Roman holiday. Whoa. Yeah. And that's where it comes from. Yeah, great. So it really all goes back to back at like what was it like two hundred and sixty four BC when they when the gladiators were doing their thing mm-hmm. in the Colosseum and stuff, and it was all about giving a holiday to the normal people and the poor people because the emperors didn't want people pissed off at them for being so rich. And they're like we're going to we're going to look at the sports. Look at these people are killing each other for you know, you just get out there have a good time. Don't worry about how poor you are. Yeah. So that's what a, a Roman holiday is really all about, taking the day off and going and watching the gladiators fight.
1: That is really cool. Isn't it cool? Yeah. I, I like I'm like really shocked by yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um so as, just like with your idiom today, Rye, mine was pretty to the point. You know, there wasn't a bunch of confusing yeah. whatever. So I decided to do something new this this episode and throw in a bonus idiom. Ooh. Yeah, because while I was while I was um researching this, another thing kept coming up, and I thought I would just throw it in there really
1: quick. I guess I did a bonus idiom last time.
0: Yes! You did. I did. I remember. What was that again?
1: It was uh a, I thought that felt familiar. Yen for something, right?
0: Right. In The Jones episode Yeah, right. yeah, we got a yen for yen something. Yen for heroin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a yen for <laughs> heroin. Heroine. All right, so my bonus idiom is the term bread and circuses.
1: I don't know that one.
0: Right. Well, yeah, like also my, my original idiom wasn't that noticeable either, but this is another you could just you're getting two unknowns for the price of one known. It's a good deal. You know? So I'm not going to make you guess but um, basically, bread and circuses is something that's offered as a means of distracting attention from a problem or grievance. Again, this goes back to Roman times, it's like first century AD, there's a satirical Roman poet, poet named Juvenal. You mm-hmm. know that guy? Mm-mm. Okay. So he had this line that basically goes like this Two things only the people anxiously desire panem et circenses, which means bread and circuses. Mm hmm. Um, and it was all goes back to circo Massimo or circus maximus
1: yeah it was the, is, it was the horse race track yeah, in rome where they
0: had the chariot races yeah. so first of all did you know that that held 150,000 people no that's so many
1: it's really like, big what does
0: eagle stadium hold like is that that seems like a huge number
1: it's really big i, I peed on that once on Circo, circus mass yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I, I was walking home late at night. And I was walking past it. And I was like, I gotta pee. I gotta go. And it's just sitting there. Yeah, so I had to go.
0: Well, so they used to. It was like ten to twelve times a year they would have. The emperor would throw these chariot races, and he would also give out free bread. So, so he would, which take, would have been huge
1: for those people.
0: Because so so it was free. You yeah, yeah. you could go like everybody could go, and you got free bread, and you got to see the chariot races, and. It's it's all about like, the emperor was like, oh man, uh, I don't want the people, th- there's so many poor people here. I don't want them to revolt against me. So basically once a month, I'm going to give them a free show and a belly full of bread. Mm. So if anybody ever says, uh, you know, what, what is is all just bread and circuses. It's uh, somebody's trying to... Uh, you know they're trying to just give you a little show and a little something to to distract you from the bigger issue.
1: The bigger issue, which are like these like, socioeconomic yes. issues of Rome yes. at the time. It's like yes. oh we're, ge- we're giving you some free bread yes but like our city's shit right yes. now and right. the low class is yes. feeling it.
0: Yeah, Oh, that's great. It's kind of like the
1: stimulus package. It's just like the stimulus package. See what I mean? Use that, people. Use it. Albert just taught you a brand new idiom <laughs> that you can use. And when someone's like, what does that mean? You're like, what are you fucking idiot? Yeah,
0: it's bread and circuses. Boy. Bread and parker Take a nickel and walk on down the street. <laughs> Alright, so that's that's pretty much it. I just got some fun facts.
1: Okay, give me give them to me.
0: Alright, so skipping over all the Gregory Peck stuff, because you already knew what it was. I got some gladiator fun facts. Let me hear him. Did you know that a gladiator gets his name from his sword, which is called a gladius?
1: Well, did not know that. It's like that. this
0: short, like this like a short stabbing That's sword. Awesome. Like just think of Gladiator, like the, Think the, of Russell yeah. Crowe crow. and Gladiator. Oh my
1: yeah, god. Movie's so like, good. Such a boner.
0: <laughs> All right. Did you know that gladiators were often fat on purpose?
1: Didn't know that either.
0: Because if you got cut, it was like... Because their um, armor was usually ornamental. It wasn't right, right. good for anything. Yeah. So they would fatten up so that if you got like hurt or cut, it was less likely you hitting something vital. Oh. Yeah. Did you know they were only allowed to use wooden weapons in training? They were basically like in training camp all the time because they were slaves. Right, yeah. Uh, most of them, at least. So they were not handed real weapons until right when they were about to head into the... Um, into the Colosseum because people were afraid of giving them weapons. Oh, man. Did you know they often fought, maybe not often, but they also fought tigers, lions, wolves, and even elephants. Yeah, I did know that. Okay. Well, maybe not everybody did. (laughs) Here's what I want everybody to think about as I give you this next fact. Uh There were different factions of gladiators. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give you a couple. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you like a little bit about like how they presented themselves. And it's you, like a hierarchy. You can decide. Well, it's not so much hierarchy. Uh, okay. It's just like different it, groups. To me, it looks like, like different, noticeably different like gangs. Like they're just like, yeah, I'm wanna I'm uh, one of these gladiators. Yeah. So so as I explain these, it's like it's like your Harry Potter house, right? Mm-hmm. Like what do you think that you most represent right. or, or, or resonate with? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so you could be a Mermillo, which he wore a fish-shaped helmet and he used a regular sword like the gladius and a mm-hmm. shield. Okay. There's a reti- retirus who used a fishing net and a trident. He would he checked It's also nautical. It, so the first stab- two are nautical. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Now here's my guy, the threx. Yeah. He used a curved sword and he had a helmet with um feathers or horsehair oh, on it. It that's was a little cool. it had like a little he had a little bit of um yeah, fanfare I yeah guess. Fanfare. So you fanfare going on but i just love that name threx
1: yeah it's pretty cool threx.
0: and then there was a provocateur who used spears and their their specialty was fighting animals okay so everybody you know
1: i think i join you in the threx faction right it's just yeah, it's,
0: it's just the it's name cool. is yeah, so yeah, cool, cool you know so what are you a mermillo a retiree retirees? Retirius. Retirius. A Threx or a Provocator. <laughs>
1: all right. I think Are, a threx. I'm
0: a thre- I'm a Threx all the way. Yeah. There were women gladiators oh. every now and again, and even children.
1: They don't portray that in the film.
0: I know. Uh, you probably already know this. Now nah, I'm skipping it. Sometimes they did a fake death where you would... Act like you got wounded and you Mm -hmm. would have hidden an animal like organ or bladder and then like pierce it and like have blood run out.
1: Whoa. Yeah. That makes it more like a WWF. Yes. You know, like professional wrestling.
0: Yeah. Like blood capsules. Where are the blood capsules? I mean, like, <laughs> where are the I blood want, capsules? I want blood capsules so bad, like, and I feel like at the at the Halloween store, it's just you could buy bottles of fake blood or like
1: little things of it. But where are the capsules? I don't know. But we should go out in public and use blood capsules way more often.
0: That's what I mean. Like, you just throw a couple in your pocket, and you're like bored on a Saturday yeah, and night. and someone,
1: like, yeah. no! <laughs> Dude, listening. if you get into any conversation you don't want to be in, you just <laughs> right, throw a blood capsule, right, and you're like, right. oh.
0: Oh, <laughs> you sneeze all over them and they're like, oh, COVID, COVID. Okay. Really good. Uh, I got just one more thing I want to say is yeah. like, all right, Spartacus. Fucking yeah, Spartacus. Yeah, Spartacus. See. Classic, man. The only, because I'm not an intellectual, the only reference I have to Spartacus is is in a, a clip on uh, The Critics with John Lovitz. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the guy's like,
1: "I love you, Spartacus." Yeah, it was a favorite. It was a famous film. That's why it's in critic.
0: Right, right. But did you know? And if Ryan knows, that doesn't mean that you had to know. These people, <laughs> Spartacus was this awesome gladiator, and he's like, "Let's fucking get out of this shit. I don't want to be like a slave fighter." Yeah. So him and seventy people from his training group, because they basically like lived in these like training camps, they broke out. And then they, you know, they were like, "We're out of here." And then they went and attacked other training camps. And then they, he amassed Spartacus amassed an army of forty thousand slaves, gladiators, just fucking like rebels, just people that were like, you know, like the dregs of the of of the society. Yeah, and they, yeah. And they rose up and tried to like
1: how, forty thousand, a lot. How badass! How is badass! That? It's very badass.
0: Unfortunately, they were defeated <laughs> by the Roman legions. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: oh, oh. <laughs> well, yeah, they. It's a powerful force, but
0: but I bet you that they the Roman legion did not sleep very soundly the night before no, meeting Spartacus <laughs> on on the battlefield. You no,
1: know, both of our idioms had a Roman, yes. Roman stuff going yes. in here. Interesting.
0: I know because when you said yours, I almost said.
1: Um, can I add two fun facts to your Adam Inn. to your idiom? Adam One in. of them is uh, so Lord Byron, the poet that you who uh, you read, uh, yeah, uh, the what Child Harold's pilgrimage. Yeah. He lived in Rome, and uh, he wrote that poem while living there. And uh, and uh, he lived on the Spanish steppes uh, only blo- like a block away from where John Keats, who was also a British Romantic era poet, died. And that's who I was thinking of during my guess. Really? Yeah, I was thinking because John Keats was told by a doctor to go to Italy to like because he was really sick. So you written- took. I took real, the life, real facts and tried to use it against me. Well, well, well no, this was this was a, a common practice at the time. But yeah. I only know that because I because of John Keats's life. And he was also friends with with uh, uh, Lord Byron, who wrote that poem that you mentioned. See, see how it all connects. It all connects. The other fun fact I was gonna tell you was that. Uh, so Gregory Peck filmed Roman Holiday in Rome. Right but the other film so. the other film that he was in that was also momentarily filmed in Rome was the omen because oh. at the be, in the beginning of omen he's a uh what call it um nurse in waiting, oh my god, I can't think fast enough milkman, not the milkman when you're oh, Jesus fucking Christ um when you work for the president, you're like. A clerk? No, man. Oh my god. Vice president.
0: No. Oh, okay. You work for the president. You are the, uh, an advisor. Every
1: country has one of these things. Oh Ambassador. He's, yes, he works
0: at the embassy.
1: The embassy. Jesus. So he was the um he was the head of the Italian embassy. Uh huh. Like American Embassy in Italy. And so in the beginning of Omen, he's filmed in Rome going to the embassy. Right. And I, I checked out that spot. Oh yeah, before I left, would you yeah. piss on that too? No, I, I don't <laughs> piss on everything I see. Okay. Oh um, la di
0: da. Oh, and that's a wrap. <laughs> that's my that's my idiom. It is all wrapped up in a nice little package, and there it is. <laughs>
1: that was a good little package right there. Yeah. Um. Awesome, man. Well, thank you. That was really cool. I didn't know that at all. Right? Because who says those things? But bring it back, people. Bring like it, say, dude,
0: guys, bring it back, guys. What? Think about where this all started, Sweet Fanny Adams. I know you're saying it.
1: Say it. Say, say this. Roman Holiday. Say Roman say Holiday. Bread and circuses. You know what it is. Um. All right. So I just wanted to mention our uh, international listener of the month is Sweden. Yeah. And I,
0: yes. Sweden guys, is here.
1: I, got, <laughs> <laughs> I am so pumped about this because I love Sweden. So if 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 you're listening and you're our listener or one of our listeners in Sweden, email us at don'tbeenadeem at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram. Dude, I love the band Ghost. They're from Sweden. I've been to Gothenburg with our, our infamous, well, infamous friend, Chris. Chris Chris is getting a lot of press tonight.
0: He's getting a lot Jesus of press. Jesus Christ.
1: But uh, we went, it's, uh, it's, I guess in Swedish, it's called Jetebori, maybe. Something like Jetebori. that. Jetebori. the first country to ban spanking. Wow! You can't spank but your what kids. what if you get caught spanking? You go to jail. What
0: if it's? But um, Swedish
1: jail is probably really nice.
0: Yeah, I bet they got good food.
1: Ingmar Bergman, the famous director. Obviously, one of the greatest directors of all time. He went to jail in Sweden? I don't think so. Okay. No. <laughs> anyway, um, thanks a lot. That was really cool to see. And oh, uh,
0: I, you didn't mention Stockholm.
1: Uh, yeah, we, I was, oh yeah Stockholm oh yeah what do you want to say about Stockholm I
0: wanted to say is that we've got Stockholm Syndrome for our <laughs> Swedish fans
1: <laughs> we really really we do we love you that's so true yeah. I'm glad you said that <laughs> um, also our, our friend Tara reached out and she um, cause we take idiom requests guys so you can always hit us up on yeah. any medium ask us to look something up and she asked us to look up Out on a Limb yeah, so we so we looked it up out on a limb. I'll tell you what the the origin of like you know, like just you need to go out on a limb and just like go say that, but it's really just not interesting.
0: The the I think it is interesting because the limb that you go out on is you go out on a limb to get fruit from mm, the tree, right?
1: Yeah, so it's like. From, from since the dawn of human civilization we've been climbing trees and going out on branches to gr- to get things yeah and uh I, I i imagine it's just been around forever like yeah go out on a limb i mean it's that's what we, we do you can't just go for the low hanging fruit the, no one wants the low that's 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 the dirty shit right it's rotten it's pro- I mean probably some of it's good but the good stuff's up top it's probably really good
0: where the air is crisp mm. Oh, uh, thanks Tara for writing in. Write in some guys. Write them in. We'll 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 look them up for you, because you know I know Google is so hard to do. Uh We've got a shout out. Thank you to Madison for the. There would be no kazoo solo in the Wooden Nickel song without Madison. She she broke her plans and made a dash and looked through all her stuff to find a kazoo for us and I just think it turned out really well so thank you for that yeah
1: thanks so if you listen to episode 28 the, uh, the song at the end we use some kazoo that was Madison's kazoo yeah thanks thank you, so you very much. much guys next episode is episode 30 <laughs> it's gonna be a big oh, bash it's gonna be a party when you listen you just set up a whole bunch of drinks yeah cause uh, it's gonna be quite the festival listen oh yeah
0: follow along with our drinks follow along we do a whole 10-shot special. We're going to be up to three eggs this time.
1: <laughs> if you've listened to episode 10 and episode 20, I, if you have not listened to those episodes, I would go and listen go, to go 10 and, and, and 20 yes. in preparation for 30, because we have some things that we established there that are going to be very integral to our yes. episode 30. Um, and uh, guys, tell your friends.
0: Yeah. So listen, here it is. For the record, <laughs> don't be an idiom, never stops. All right? <laughs> We, we we came on hard and strong with 20 episodes in 20 weeks and then it was four episodes in three years and now we are on a nice bi-weekly schedule and we are just steaming right along but you know unfortunately we have heard from c- c- a number of people that they did not know we were back so listen we're not internet professionals we're doing everything we can to get the word out there the the, the content is great the, the, the imagery is there <laughs> Did you see the the fucking girl from the North Country album cover? Did you see it? it the imagery is Actually, there. Listen, my parents, I showed my parents and my dad was like, are was you, you going to get in trouble for that? And I was like, dad, the internet has so much shit. Like, And he's like, because, you know, I was reading the track titles and I was like, I, don't, I didn't recognize any of them. I was like, those are our songs. And he's like, well, now you're probably really going to get in trouble.
1: Like, that would be awesome if we got sued by Bob Dylan. <laughs> yes. Be so exciting. Be I mean, like, euh, uh, snap a, yeah, snap, yeah. Snap a oh, copy me. Uh, don't
0: so, but listen, really, like shameless self promotion. Just tell people, yo, repost our shit. Like I, I do that on my Instagram. You see something you like, repost it. Whatever. Tell
1: people. In uh le- uh Go to iTunes podcast and do like the little star comment. Yeah, thing. rate it. Yeah, you can even say, "Hey, you guys are idiots."
0: Hey, here's another shout out, Tommy, our friend Tommy. He wrote us a uh, nice review recently. He did, didn't oh he? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Tommy. We're gonna do your movie soon. I promise. <laughs> and uh, right. uh, and and as always, go and check out the Don't Be an Idiom Instagram. Email us with anything on don'tbeanidiotm at gmail that's right. Don't forget, the contest is still going on until the last day in September. Mm-hmm. You got some stiff competition with Margaret's, uh, uh, What do you, what's it called when you give something to a submission? <laughs> and um, But really, do you want to know about an idiom? You want to draw us something? You want to make us something nice? Just just call us. You want to make us something nice?
1: <laughs> All right, guys. Well, until next time, don't, don't be, be an medium. The Republic with their questionable research and their one star review on iTunes. The punishment? Death by mortal combat. Fight!
0: Was a heck of a show, a hell of a fight. But who's that guy that stuffed you full of bread tonight?
1: Caesar, Caesar. So generous, he's hard to miss. Caesar, you could be a working jerk on any other day. Lucky you, your ruler loves a Roman holiday. Caesar, Caesar hey, that's me. Caesar, do go on. He's ten feet tall, he rules them all. Caesar. Hey, did you see that tiger? This show
0: keeps getting hotter like a great big ball of fire! People, I ain't
1: asking for much. Just don't rise up and kill all of us.